I felt like I was failing the Lord when I chose to homeschool. And here's why, because I had dedicated my life back in the seventh grade to teaching. And I just assumed that would be in front of a classroom. When I visited my first homeschool convention where we were going to look and try to figure out what we were going to use, on the way back, it was so quiet, the the baby was asleep, and I hit the dashboard and my husband freaked out. He said, what's wrong? Is there a deer or what? I said, I just realized I'm doing exactly what the Lord called me to do. He's just giving me my classroom. Hi, you're listening to the Zan Tyler Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by BJU Press Homeschool. Homeschooling is an exciting adventure we take with our children. One of the most challenging parts of this journey is choosing the curriculum you want to use. BJU Press Homeschool is a curriculum you can trust. All the books, resources, and videos have been designed with you and your child in mind. Their curriculum is educationally robust and rich, taking into account that children have different learning styles, strengths, and needs. Mom, you are in charge. BJU Press Homeschool is here to come alongside and support you. Do you need help with the teaching load, or is there a subject you just don't want to teach? Their amazing video courses are available for all grades and almost every subject. BJU Press Homeschool believes that homeschooling can produce a new generation of students who know God, love their neighbors, and stand firm in their faith. For more information, go to BJUPressHomeschool.com. That's BJUPressHomeschool.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Zan Tyler podcast. I'm your host, Zan Tyler. Before we go into our very special interview today, I want to remind you to please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. And if this podcast has been an encouragement to you, please leave us a review. It really helps. So today we have Eugenia Chisholm. Eugenia has had the privilege of teaching her four children at home for 20 plus years. They're all grown now and gone, and she has several, many grandchildren that we'll be talking about. Attending and speaking at homeschool events and conventions around the country has been an added blessing for Eugenia in her life, and she has blessed many through that venue. Eugenia has also spent her adult life mentoring and ministering to other homeschool moms. In 2004, she became a consultant for Homeworks by Precept, where she has continued her work with moms until this day. She's currently in charge of training and customer development, and you can find her on the web at homeschoolhelp.com, and we'll give her contact information toward the end of the podcast. Eugenia, thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm I'm looking forward to it, Zan. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your family and how you got into homeschooling. Oh, wow. Well, um, years ago, <laughs> I won't say how long, <laughs> but I will say that you're the pioneer that made it so that we could. <laughs> you're one I'm of those. Older. Okay, I got that. <laughs> okay, got it. okay, just making that clear. Um, just making sure. Uh, but my husband and I, before before we actually got married, uh, when we were engaged, we, we talked about uh, what avenue we wanted to do to educate our children. And they always say that you'll marry um, someone like your father. And I feel like I did that, although he didn't do the same kind of work. He was going to travel a lot, you know, um, or we would be moving, which is what my dad did. So 
as we talked, my husband was the product of the public education and I was a product of the private school education. And we just decided it was in our best interest to homeschool our children. We wanted to teach them um, ourselves. We wanted to take on that responsibility that the scriptures say is, is our responsibility to educate our children. So, um, uh, and I wanted that consistency for my kids. I didn't want to um, have them switching curriculums every every couple of years because we were moving from place to place to place. So that consistency was very important to my husband and I. So we began our journey to homeschool. Now, I will tell you, and I didn't tell you this the other day, Zan, but I will tell you that I felt like I was failing the Lord when I chose to homeschool. And here's why, because I had dedicated my life back in the seventh grade to teaching And I just assumed that would be in front of a classroom. When I visited my first convention. Your first homeschool convention. My first homeschool convention where we were going to look and try to figure out what we were going to use. It was down in Georgia. On the way back, it was so quiet. The the baby was asleep because we were investigating early. And I hit the dashboard and my husband freaked out. He said, what's wrong? Is there a deer or what? You know, and I said, I just realized I'm doing exactly what the Lord called me to do. He's just giving me my classroom. And so I thought that was, I thought that was kind of uh, enlightening. And it, it, it encouraged me uh, as a young homeschool mom that I was doing the right thing and I was right where the Lord wanted me to be. So. Oh, that's powerful. I know one thing you told me and that I just know about you from being friends is that one of the things you love the most about homeschooling is the opportunity just for your family to be together. And so exactly. tell us what that looked like in terms of that big van y'all had and <laughs> the traveling you did. The one thing that I loved, you know, I said, you marry someone like your father. Well, my when I was growing up, we moved from place to place and we changed schools. Um, and I assumed that's what my husband and I would do. But my husband sought the advice of my father. And my father said, you know, if you can have a, a home base, you're going to be better off. So that's what he chose to do is have that home base. And so as he um, got into different jobs, he would have to travel for his work. And we were able to just pick up and go with him. So we were able to travel through um, 39 of the states when our kids were little and beyond. We actually went up into Canada as well. And and um, uh, we did it all in a van. You asked me if I went in our RV. No, we didn't get our RV until a little later in life uh, after the kids were grown. But we were able to take that van, and I remember getting the crates and taking the books with me and taking our videos with us. And the one subject that we didn't always take was history, though. Um, History was my husband loved history. So if there was a monument in the town that we were going to, he would find it. We went to the middle of neighborhoods to look at a monument, and he would explain the history to the kids. Now, I can't tell you because I'm not a history buff. But my kids can remember a lot of those little monuments that we went to see. That That is really amazing. And that's, that is such a benefit of homeschooling is being able to travel together and see, see the country together or see the world or stay together when your husband's traveling. I know that um, when we started homeschooling, Joe was traveling a lot. But that was before the days of 
you know, people working from home and the internet even and and email. And so, so the world, the technological changes in the world sure have made it a whole lot easier for families really to stay intact. I felt like we were a very close family and I was very fortunate that Joe was just so committed to relationships in the family as he traveled. But that was was such an extra, that was an extra bonus for y'all just being able to travel like that. So, hey, speaking of Mark, tell us what Mark's favorite verse was. His verse was Galatians 5, 13. For brethren, you have called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. And he did that. He he sure did. So Eugenia and I work together a lot on a national um, online party <laughs> event twice a year. Um, and we'll talk about that more at the end of the day. But the, there's one thing I know about Eugenia is that her whole family has had this heart to serve others as they homeschooled. So... Um, so, Eugenia, tell us a little bit about some of the things um, your family did to reach out into the community and to help other people while y'all were homeschooling. Sure. One of the things that was important to us is that we did not have interrupted homeschool time. Uh, we committed to that time, usually in the morning time, where we um, didn't let the phone interrupt or the or the dentist appointments or doctor's appointments. but. Um, one thing that we did let interrupt is this one lady that she took care of a ministry that wasn't too far from our house and she had a pantry and she had supplies that helped the elderly, but it also helped those that were sick and invalids and maybe dealing with a, um, a, uh, an illness where they couldn't get out or the shut-ins. Um, and a lot, a lot of times she would have a truck that would come by and, and, drop off food for the pantry or supplies. And uh, when she would call, we would stop what we were doing because she knew that we would come and we would help. Uh, And that was just part of our ministry. Our our youngest, she would sit on the floor in the pantry and put cans of green beans on the shelf. And, and um, my, my guys would pull in medical equipment and, and different things and get those in the warehouse. So that was one thing that we did to reach out to the community is helping that little ministry there. But we also um, enjoyed going to nursing homes and assisted living homes. Um, And not just to minister in song. We were a musical family. My husband was an opera singer and um, things like that. But we we ministered musically, but we also ministered by dramas and and readings and scripture reading and um, different things like that. But we didn't end with just our performance. We actually stayed and we encouraged the children to reach out and and hug on and love on the residents that were there. And they looked forward to us coming. You know, the only month we didn't go was in December. We didn't go because they were flooded with people to go then. We went the other months when when they had very few people coming through so that is that is very very precious so i want to talk to you for just a minute we're going to talk about curriculum in a little bit but i want to talk to you for a minute eugenia because your kids are doing well and you are a veteran homeschool mom just about years i mean 
sometimes days that we don't, things don't go like we plan as homeschool moms. Sometimes we might have an entire year that doesn't go as we planned. So I want to talk about two years in your life um, because it's so encouraging that you're, you're willing to share this with moms because we all have great years where everything just, it just seems like it rolls along. And then you have those years that everything, you know, everybody's sick um, or there's tragedy or job loss or whatever. And, and it really does make a difference in the way we homeschool. So I want you, I want to, um, take you back in time to a couple of years. Um, maybe you want to start with your with your granny or when um, y'all were starting a new business venture. <laughs> well, let's start with the new business venture. We, uh, My husband had been laid off and, and of course we needed some income and he had gotten with a few other men and decided to start a business adventure. And um, that was going to entail he and I working together. Uh, the the other guys were kind of silent partners, and we uh, had to jump in and, and try to figure out how to put this business together. Uh, even got my mom and dad involved in this business adventure a little bit. Um, but I still had to school my children, and I was like, how am I going to do all this? Um, but we needed we needed funds, you know, and, and my husband was dedicated to providing the funds so that we could homeschool. So we packed up our books and we took them to the to the place that we had rented and we had a little conference room and I set the kids in that conference room and we worked hard that whole entire year. But I very rarely did a whole lot with the kids and I was feeling horribly, horribly guilty um, because I basically sat them in front of the videos that we had and said, here, do school. And I even, Zan, I have to admit, I didn't grade a whole lot that year. I didn't look at their work as as deeply as I felt like I should. And, and then that business adventure by the end of the year had failed. And I was in tears. I remember driving home the last time from that little office that we had and looking at my husband next to me. And I said, do I still have to test him? Because <laughs> he was avid about those standardized tests he wanted us to test. And that wasn't for the kids. That was more for us as parents, just to see where they were at so we could know where to focus. But I thought that year that that meant that I was going to be shown up as a failure or whatever. So anyway, I uh, so I went ahead and tested them. And even though I didn't do what I thought I should be doing, I was pleased to see that their test scores were great. Believe it or not, they were great. The curriculum that I chose helped us through that year and assisted us through that year. And I was very thankful for that. Then there was this time. Okay. All right. So I want to mm -hmm. back up here. So okay. tell me just tell me just a minute about what type of curriculum you were using. Well, I was using the BJU Press. I was using the videos, although I did a lot of the teaching myself. I can I can honestly say I taught all my kids to read. Um, myself. I did the parent-led part of that. Um, but uh, the videos were a great assistance to me, which leads into that next year, if you want me to go there. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. So I uh, that year, my grandmother came to live with us because, or actually, she lived with my parents. And I helped my mom because my mom was still working. My dad was working and somebody had to care for granny. She was dementia. 
and it was a it was a rough year. So four days out of the week, I would um, teach normally, and I would do some of my subjects were parent led, where I taught. Some of my subjects I used video lessons for, but on Fridays I always um, I, I brought in my substitute teachers, and that's kind of weird to say as a homeschool mom who's got a substitute. But I had video teachers that came alongside me and I would come in, my kids would have their little backpacks on and my granny would sit up on the couch and she'd say, tell daddy, I don't want to go to school today. And I'd say, okay, granny, that's okay. You can rest. And then the next time she'd say, when are we starting school? I want to see that lady. (laughs) So I'd say, well, just a minute. And I'd make sure the little one with that lady that she was talking about was on the screen and then my kids would read to her they'd oral you know they do their oral reading and stuff to her and every once in a while I'd, I'd be in that moment of time when my grandmother was back to reality from that dementia state she'd lean her head on my shoulder and she would say Gina I just I'm so sad that your mom has to deal with me this way and I could have just moments of asking her questions real quick and and things like that. What precious, precious memories. I was reading an old article earlier today on um, writing about those precious memories with my granny. And, and it just and brought your back kids. a lot. Yes, it brought. And, you know, remember, you know, what's gone on in my life in the last few years. But that year, not only we did our academics, but that year they learned life skills that, you, you just can't learn anywhere else um, except at home. And the life skills that they learned that year helped them in the last few years as we went through another situation where there was some caregiving going on. And I'm so thankful that they learned those lessons at home so that when the time came that I really needed them to reach out and help me, they were able to help me. So I think I think those life skills and those life lessons were were amazing through our homeschooling adventure. Well, you know, that really is. I mean, that's one of the great parts of homeschooling, too, is we, you know, not only can give our kids a a great foundation um, in the academics, but we can teach them how to live and how to balance a checkbook and how to, you know, I say a weekend, my husband taught them how to take (laughs) care of cars and, you know, carpentry skills and, you know, all these, all these things that are just, Great things to know. I know when um, John went to college, he used to iron for everybody and make money that way, especially around, you know, pro- and I don't know, they don't call it proms in college, but around dance time, they would, you know, when people would be wearing tuxes and suits, John was always ironing and, you know, making a boatload of money that way. So um, probably because his mother didn't iron, he learned how to iron out of salt. Oh. <laughs> yeah, mine kind of asked me, what's that, mom? And we went to a museum and, I, and your daddy said, oh, Oh, that's an iron. You've never seen one of those. <laughs> so I know what you're talking about. And, and they're, they're really no worse off for it either. Um, so so let's, I want to talk for just a minute about the videos you used because BJU Press Homeschool is the sponsor of the Zan Tyler podcast. And I think their videos are amazing. So anything you want to say about those, if um, people want to use them themselves, how they can order them, where they can find them? Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, I, I, I will say that I don't know that I could have done it um, without the videos. I, I have four kids and that's 30 
two lessons a day <laughs> that I was going to have to teach in elementary school. Um, and that was difficult. I was up when I was trying to do it all myself. I was up till two and three in the morning trying to figure out how I was going to teach those lessons. So uh, the video lessons are just amazing. And they're not there to take over for mom. They're, to, they're there to come alongside us and to help us. You've heard me use the word substitute several times because um, that's that's what I used a lot. How to get uh, those videos. You know, all right, let me, I'm going to interrupt you just for just a second mm -hmm. here because mm -hmm. I think it's important to know that they're at BJU Press, they have their own studios mm -hmm. and the teachers, I mean, they've got teams that write scripts and they have documentaries included and special side effects and segments. And it's really amazing. So the videos are done for directly for the child, not for a classroom of kids. And I think that makes a huge difference. Well, and you know, you just, said they they have all this stuff you know I, I, history and science were my struggles Zan I couldn't take them places but they can take they could take them places that I couldn't on the video and they can make it come alive that's what I was trying to do by studying at night but I just could not make those things come alive for them and they did that on the screen to my student which was was amazing um but how they can get, uh, if, if you're interested in finding out more about our videos, you can go to homeschoolhelp.com forward slash map and reach out to a consultant. Um, our consultants are able to help you uh, and guide you on how to order what pieces that you need for your specific situation um, as well of the curriculum, because uh, we're all different. We all teach a little bit differently. We all um, uh, have our, our days are filled with so many different activities. So we all, uh, you've heard me say parent-led and video. I used a little bit of both, um, and you can do that. So, so um, one thing, let's just talk just for a second, Eugenia, because now that your kids are grown and gone, you're working full time and you worked some while your kids were home. You were a consultant for um, Homeworks and uh, representing the BJU Press curriculum then. Uh, but tell them a little bit about the consultants and what they do. Um, they're all homeschool moms. They are. They're homeschool moms. They're right there in the trenches or have been in the trenches. Um, uh, we have several that are veterans who have graduated their, their students, but the majority still have uh, students that are they're teaching. They still have their children that they're teaching. So they're right in the trenches uh, with you. They're not there to just take an order either. They're not customer service, so to speak. Um, they're consultants. They're there to help guide you throughout the entire year. They're there to become your friend. And they're, and pr pray they're for there you. to become In your prayer partner. <laughs> That's yes. right, your prayer partner. How many times as a consultant that I was on text or even on the phone with uh, a mom who was in tears because she was struggling that day at midnight? You know, I'm on the phone with them. Um, a lot of our, our consultants are just that. They want to be your friends. They're not your salesperson. They're your friend. And uh, I think that's the majority of our consultants feel that way. But they're, we're there to come alongside you, guide you, help you. We're in the trenches. We're there to be your community and to be your support and your help. And um, that's what our I, I feel like our consultants are. And they just have that 
that love for the homeschool community. Okay, so, all right, so I'm going to say this one more time. Go to homeschoolhelp.com forward slash map and click on the map of your state. Now, if you don't find a consultant there, Eugenia, if they can't find a consultant in their area, what should they do? Reach out to me. Please okay. reach out to me. Um, it's at eChisholm. You can email me at eChisholm, that's E-C-H-I-S-M, at homeschoolhelp.com. And I'll either connect you with a consultant or I will reply back and I will help you personally. Um, we don't want anyone to feel alone in this endeavor at all, ever. That's right. So, well, Eugenia, thank you so much for being with us today. I appreciate it so much. I appreciate your love for your family and all the women you have taken care of and um, helped helped through the homeschool journey and the homeschool process. And you have helped me so much just as a friend. So thank you for being with us. And uh, you can find um, Eugenia, uh, the website again is homeschoolhelp.com. And Eugenia's uh, email address is echism at homeschoolhelp.com. Yes, not, <laughs> the same one. <laughs> okay, okay, there we go. Great, great. Oh, so, oh, Zan, we forgot to tell them about that party coming. Oh, up. oh, yeah. Let's do that real quick. That? Yeah, do yeah. That? Absolutely. Okay, so y'all stay tuned to our social media and to Zan's podcast here, so uh, that you will know when our party. We do an online party every year, um, and it's so exciting. Zan and I get to wear these fun hats and and uh, get to talk to. Uh, thousands of homeschool moms and it's a huge community so yeah and um, it's a week-long event mm -hmm, daily from mm -hmm. like 11 to 7 and um it, it's amazing the interaction and the encouragement i've never seen anything like it eugenia you're amazing it is so much fun and i just i i, I just have a blast I have and we have great together. keynote speakers who come in and featured speakers and workshops. And Zan speaks and Zan speaks several <laughs> times throughout the week. So we're we're just very lucky to have you, Zan, so, helping well, us. Thank so. you. Well, it's, it is my blessing and privilege. And Eugenia, thanks so much. And I'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope this was encouraging and inspiring for you. If you would like more information, you can find me at zantyler.com. Until next time, see you later.